0: You know, i, I got to say this about Uniland. Uh, their timing for maintenance is absolutely impeccable. 30 seconds before going on the air, the window washers. There are hundreds of windows in this building. 30 seconds before this show starts, guess where they are? Right outside my window. Just like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. When do the lawn and maintenance guys, they, they're right in front of the window, making lots of noise. Unbelievable. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. It's a conspiracy. It's all part of a terrible plan to make me go batty. Anyway, (laughs) no, but it's just, it's on. And yesterday, I couldn't even get into the parking garage because they were cleaning those windows at exactly the time I get to work. They are out for me, Josh. Just saying. They are out for me. I don't know who they are, but they are. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN, uh, as promised, a uh, very fun and uh, degenerate evening with uh, friends last night, seeing the great Tom Bender. And uh, speaking of Benders, I don't think we're going to go there. But uh, we yesterday uh, talked the final part of the program about something that we should revisit today. And that is finding, losing, returning, having returned or not having returned a wallet or a cell phone or purse if you prefer. And it was really interesting yesterday to hear people's experiences. Now, I'm taking a little bit of a chance, but not really, because I don't think that uh, um, unless you're a crazy, freaky fan of the show, that you're going to listen to all four hours every day. That would be very unusual, because I, I couldn't listen to me four hours a day, believe me. So um, I want to bring that topic back, and we're going to get into some other things as well. But people were really, really, really fired up about it. And there was a time, I'm just going to reset the table here, there was a time where men had wallets, women had purses with everything, including the kitchen sink inside, and if you lost your wallet, it was the worst thing that could possibly happen to you, because you'd have to figure out what credit cards were in your wallet. Replace your driver's license, hoping that you don't get pulled over before the new driver's license, uh, well, you get the temporary license at the DMV, which, by the way, under Mickey Kearns, has been dramatically improved. I would like to point that out as a very satisfied DMV customer of the DMV under Mickey Kearns. And uh, sorry, I don't know why I feel the need to say that, but anyway... Um, we we heard from people yesterday who lost stuff. We heard from people yesterday who found stuff. And there were a couple of stories that stood out that you might not, if you heard the show, maybe you haven't been able to get out of your mind. First is, um, a, as a general rule, okay, I, I think the way many of us were brought up that – Look, I don't claim to be on any moral high ground or any great person of morality, okay? And sometimes I think morality is rather a subjective thing, especially with regard to uh, adult matters. But uh, doing right, isn't that its own reward, knowing to yourself that you have done right thing. You found a cell phone. You made sure it got back to the owner. You didn't expect a reward. You found a wallet and you didn't expect a reward because that's just what you do. You find a wallet with cash in it. You don't take the cash. You give everything back to the rightful owner without the expectation of receiving or being offered a reward contrary if somebody does return your cell phone or your wallet, I think it's safe to say that proper etiquette – talked about that the other day – that proper etiquette would be you offer a reward. But the person to whom you offer the reward should decline the reward. If you go through life with the idea that virtue and doing the right thing is its own saving grace, is its own reward. A couple of people yesterday mentioned uh, bad karma. And by the way, thank God, nobody used the expression, I paid it forward. Paying it forward. Seriously, whoever came up with pay it forward um, really needs to be taken to a cliff on Okinawa and just thrown off Uh, maybe with a parachute this but they they should experience a few seconds of terror for what they've inflicted on us over the past 15 years
1: pay it forward
0: anyway uh yeah so one of the stories you might have heard yesterday was from a dude who was a struggling college student living on ramen noodles no money whatsoever. Busting his hump as a server in a restaurant. Was not in New York State, I don't believe. But dude runs up, and I'm going to have to estimate here. Dude runs up approximately a $50 tab. Tips the server about a $1.50 in pocket change. Coins on a $50 check. But there was a little problem with Mr. Cheapy. Mr. Cheapy left an envelope, specifically a bank envelope, on one of the seats at the table that had over $1,000 inside. Mr. Cheap also was seen to be driving from the scene on a very spiffy Harley-Davidson motorcycle. Well... The server who called in yesterday said that uh, he found the wall. He found the envelope with over thousand dollars inside, and this was m- several years ago, where a thousand bucks, over a thousand bucks, was a really, really big deal, like winning the lottery, right? And uh, he knew that the guy on the Harley, the cheap bastard, was going to come back for the envelope. So this young man, as a server presented the envelope to his manager and said, the dude at the table left this envelope with all this money, over $1,000 inside, but when he comes back for it, I want to give it to him. And he gave it to him in more than one way. Guy comes back, did you find uh, an envelope at the table? The young man produces the envelope and says, you mean this envelope? Mr. Cheapskate says, why, yes. Mr. Server says, you know, your check was for $50, and you left me about $1.50 as a tip. Was there something wrong with the service? Mr. Cheapo said, well, it was okay. A $1.50 on a $50 tab? Who does that? Who does, especially if you have means, who does that? Nobody. At least they shouldn't. So I forget exactly everything that was involved in the interaction between the young server and the guy with the Harley and the envelope with over $1,000 inside. But the best part of the story is after handing Mr. Cheapskate, his envelope, with over $1,000 in years-ago money, Mr. Cheapskate kept his eyes on the floor and walked to the door. Then, Mr. Cheapskate reached into his wallet, pulled out a $20 bill, kept his eyes on the floor, walked back to the young server, gave the young server the $20 bill, and walked away. That is such a great story. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that, in- to me, that's just, that's beautiful. Beautiful. And one of the things we also found out yesterday is that some people uh, find things repeatedly. Repeatedly. Don't think I've ever found somebody's wallet. I think i found a cell phone every now and again, but uh, you know, it's not really uncommon. So would you... Have you ever lost your wallet, purse, or cell phone, and did you get it back? Like I said, we talked about this, the final part of yesterday's program, and so many people wanted to get in on it. And what would you do if you found a wallet or a cell phone? What would you do with that money? We heard some unfortunate people who lost a wallet or a purse, and the person who picked it up cleaned the cash out and then dropped the wallet into a mailbox, and if you ever find a wallet and you don't feel like personally tracking down the person whose property it was, you may drop the wallet into any mail receptacle, that's M-A-I-L, lest you think we're preaching toxic masculinity here on the program, but. You can put it into a uh, United States Postal Service mailbox, and they will mail that wallet back to its rightful owner. But sometimes people like to hand these things over directly, and I don't think anybody could blame you. But I I want your stories about this. The other story that uh, I – did did you think this was amusing and interesting was – this is in the old days of flip phones – Dude leaves his flip phone at the casino at Bemis Point, Chautauqua County. And whoever found it basically texted every other person in the guy's contact list a very steamy sexual message, including the dude's own sister. So when the guy got his phone back, he had all these text messages from people saying, What? What do you mean? If your brother sends you a message saying that he wants to make hot, steamy love to you, I'd suggest there's something just to miss in the family dynamic just a little bit. But um, that actually happened to the dude who dropped his cell phone all those years ago. So I'm kind of curious. I want to continue the topic because didn't you find it intriguing? I I certainly did. 803-0930 is... The phone number, that's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Going to add a question, just to keep it spicy for those foolish enough to listen to me four hours every day. Do you think people are generally good or generally bad? Do you think that people act as if the almighty Was watching them at all times? Or do they just wait for the opportunity to commit a little larceny, commit a little mischief? You know, many years ago, Al Capone's son, Sonny Capone, he's dead now, but he was living in Florida, actually got busted for shoplifting from a store he regularly patronized. And the quote, one might most remember from that story is everybody has a little larceny in them. Talk about embarrassing. Being Al Capone's only son, well, all right, only acknowledged son, and being at the point where you have to shoplift a paltry amount of groceries. Oh. And are people good or bad also ties into the self Checkout. Personally, I can't stand self-checkout. Going to buy your groceries, you can do the work of bagging and scanning. Thank you very much. That's just not my bag, baby. No pun intended. 803-0930. Star 930, one 800 wben And does anybody agree or disagree with the idea that if you find somebody's wallet with money, you shouldn't expect a reward. But that if somebody returns your wallet, you should offer the reward. Anybody agree with that? 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben As a little test uh, over the weekend, uh, I'm going to be dropping Josh's wallet on a sidewalk in western New York. Put a couple grand in it and see what happens. Let's go to uh, Jim in Amherst. Jim, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. I uh, found a cell phone about
2: five years ago in the the parking lot of um, Transtown Plaza. And uh, by going through it, I found who it belonged to. And I called the guy. And it was a student at Clarence High School. And uh, so I arranged for him to come by, and he offered a um, reward of $10. And I kind of declined because I'm a graduate of Clarence also. And uh, so I thought, should I take it? And he insisted that I take it. And his father was standing behind him, and it seemed to be kind of like the most appropriate thing to go ahead and take the 10 bucks. So I took it, and I gave him his phone, and
0: that was it. Well, there was some uh, parental pressure there. Uh, the dad was maybe trying to teach uh, a lesson. You didn't want to take it, but you felt like the only appropriate move at that point was to accept it. Can't blame you on that. Some people force things on you.
2: Yeah, it's um w- one of the good things to do is to to be do the most appropriate thing, and the most appropriate thing is to go ahead and take the reward if it's offered.
0: Uh, well, I, I, I there, there's where I disagree with you. If it's offered, but there are extenuating circumstances, like dad standing behind the kid, glaring at you to take it, probably best to take it. But if it was just the kid, come on, dude, ten bucks, Clarence High School grad, give it to the student government. You know. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so, what'd you do with the ten dollars? I mean. <laughs>
2: I don't know. Went into
0: my pocket and
2: went for something.
0: <laughs> he bought. Uh, you bought maybe half a gallon of gas. Anyway, have you found anything else?
2: Uh, I found a, a wallet at a Seven Eleven checkout stand, and it was glaring right there on the counter. I just handed it to the uh, to the cashier and said, "This was here." And you know, at some point, that person's going to uh, back back up you know his steps and he's going to show up there and he's going to ask did my wallet get turned in and she's going to have it so i didn't take it i just gave it to the cashier
0: of course you uh, you run the risk that the cashier might not be an honest individual situation like that mm, are we talking in the recent history yes uh, you might have looked up the name of the person and checked if you could make a connection on Facebook just to say, look, I found your wallet, there was X number of dollars inside, turned it over to the cashier, it, what, what do you want me to do? Or you could have taken it yourself and tried to find it on Facebook or, or uh, through a, uh, a, a, a people search. That,
2: that's a valid concept, yeah. that's That's a valid thought process, so...
0: Well, I'm not known for that, actually, but uh, kind of you to point that out. Um, thank you, Jim. I appreciate the call and appreciate what you did, man. Okay, thanks. All right, have you found a cell phone or a wallet? Have you lost a cell phone or a wallet? And uh, what happened? What was the outcome? Did you get it back? The re- the reward situation, what have you done? Um, and I think that uh, the uh, caller there was in between a rock and a hard place. He declined the reward originally. But the father, I get the sense, did not you, was kind of saying, no, you're taking the 10 bucks. Some people insist on things, and the proper thing to do when somebody is insisting is to acquiesce to their insistence, right? Hey, you want a shot of Patron? No, I insist you have a shot of Patron no okay i'm buying the shot of Patron. i insist you drink it not a bad idea to consume it as long as you're going to be under the legal driving limit right 227 at news radio 930 wben it is and uh, revisiting a topic that we ended with yesterday for this part of the program because pretty sure the two o'clock listeners Weren't the five o'clock listeners from yesterday? Josh, we're breaking at News Radio 930 WBEN. By the way, if you've been shopping uh, out at all lately, we went from Halloween to Christmas. And isn't there a holiday in between Halloween and Christmas that people seem to have forgotten? Mmm. Something about giving thanks. We went from Halloween, which is a big money maker, to Christmas, which is a big money maker. You thank people on Veterans Day, that's what you're talking about, right? Uh no, I was talking about Thanksgiving because no, <laughs> Veterans Day Veterans Day is uh well see I'm and well see Veterans Day here's the thing. Okay. Dad was a veteran. He had to work every Veterans Day. He never got Veterans Day off, and he used to get super pissed off about the people who didn't serve, who worked for government, who got off. He could never see – so it was – honestly, it it that, Veterans Day in, in our household was uh, – it was uh, something that uh, – it, it was more of a WTF thing than anything else because of uh, my father's uh, thoughts on – how come people who didn't serve, who, who work in certain jobs, get the day off, and I did my two years in Korea, and I got to go to work? What's up with that? Doesn't make sense. But uh, Thanksgiving uh, is bigger than Veterans Day uh, in, in the United States. Um, Memorial Day, everybody gets Memorial Day off. Anyway, it is 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Did you, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, Have you found something uh, like a cell phone or a wallet? Have you lost something like a cell phone or a wallet? And I'm going to add to this, do you think that people are generally good or are they generally, you know what, if they can get away with it, they'll take the money out of the wallet, you'll never know any different? And put it in the mailbox and spend your cash. Eight zero three zero nine thirty star 930, one 616 wben Back to the calls we go, and it is Don in Appleton. And for the record, not that we're talking about this and kind of wish Josh hadn't brought it up there, but uh, uh, I think every veteran ought to get off on Veterans Day. Every veteran should get off on Veterans Day. shouldn't even be a debatable thing. Uh, Let's go, it should be a law. If you're a veteran, you get off with pay for Veterans Day. That's the point. Uh, Don in Appleton, hello.
3: Well, yes, and I agree. Definitely, they should have off. Um, I work at the eco-resort, you know, and... What's an eco-resort?
0: I'm lost.
3: Well, it's it's like in the woods. Okay. In the woods, so everyone's like not camping, because we have cabins for them and stuff like that. But... Uh, the people there tend to the guests tend to drink heavily. And so, and everybody drank heavily this one night and the following morning this guy's out there. He's looking around on the ground. He says, I lost my wallet. You know, I'm like, okay, well, I'll help you find it. You know? So I found a wallet and so I gave it to him and he opens it up. He says, this is not my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Which means there was at least two wallets lost that evening, you know
4: good Lord
3: yeah i just i I just thought that was it it was like hilarious at the time I mean for well me did did that. you
0: ever find the guy whose wallet it actually was
3: yes we uh yes yes we we did as checkout went and people scrambled towards the leaving the place uh we we found the guy, so that was nice were, were
0: both wallets returned to the owner.
3: Of course they were.
0: So do you think that people are generally good or will generally rip you off if they think uh, they can get away with it?
3: I think people are generally good. You know, I mean, of course they are. I mean, are there some people, I don't know, there's circumstances that would decide that, oh, I lost my wallet, therefore I have to give this person lots of money. I mean, it's, you know, maybe, but uh, no, I think most
0: people are generally good. Well, here's here's one test of whether you are a good person. You are backing up. You hit another car and you've done damage to the other car. There's nobody around. Do you leave the note on the windshield or do you pretend it never happened and drive away?
4: That's a tough call. It is not a
0: tough I'm not call. Not sure. It is not yeah, a tough no, call. I mean, you mean, always leave the note on the windshield.
3: Always. Of course. Of course I would. You know, that's the way I was raised. Of course, I would. But you know, does everybody do? I've I've seen accidents in the parking lot, like at the mall. You know, happen, and I don't know if the person is oblivious and just says, "I'm I'm just leaving now," but I'm thinking that uh, you know, like I've I've seen that happen. But you know, humans are my species, <laughs> and sometimes sometimes they embarrass me. You yeah. Know?
0: What? Yeah. Well, what the species rhyme with? <laughs> thanks very
3: good thank, thank you. you quick one i like that yeah right. sign of intelligence huh? well,
0: not really don thanks very much man i appreciate the call
3: certainly bye
0: yeah the uh the fact is a few years ago i um i backed into a guy and nobody would have known nobody would have known I never thought for a minute about driving away. I I, I, I was frantic. I didn't have a pen or paper in the car. So I finally tracked down pen and paper, and I'm scribbling, hey, uh, call me. We'll work this out. I don't want to put it through insurance. I'll make you whole. And uh, it turned out to be a principal at a school very nearby where I dinged his car. But a few months later, young man backed into my vehicle, left a note. I tried talking him out of going through insurance. I said, dude, this is gonna be on your record for like five years. I'm more than happy to work with you out of court or out out of the insurance system, but he decided to put it through insurance. But kudos to the young man in Kenmore for leaving a note. Now we might call that karma, but you know we're not going to call it. We're not going to call it paying it forward. Um God, I just hate that expression. Sorry. I know it's supposed to be noble and good, but damn! Here's Joe, Orchard Park. Joe, you're on WBen. Welcome. Uh, you found, you lost. What's the story?
4: Hey, it's, this is kind of a lost and found Uber story. <laughs> Saturday after the witches' ball, okay? Uber home, and my friend loses his phone out of his pocket. Five o'clock in the morning. I get a phone call from my friend, John, we'll we'll call him John, right? And I I happen to be awake. I answer the phone, hello, and it's the Uber driver. Hello, Joe, Joe, I have John's phone. And I go, you do? I go, who are you? And he goes, I'm the Uber driver. So I said, can you bring me the phone to my house? And he goes, sure. So I give him the address. He goes, I'd be there in 20 minutes. 20 minutes goes by, still wasn't there. And then he calls about 40 minutes later and says, I'll be there in two minutes. So we did bring the phone. I gave him $16. I gave him because the rest I had big bills. And then I brought the phone to John's house at six o'clock in the morning and duct taped it to his, to his storm door. (laughs) So, best I mean, part of indeed, this story so
0: far is the use of duct tape. Sorry. <laughs> well, it, not not
4: just duct tape, gorilla tape, which is the best. You know, you wanna you wanna tape somebody up. Use gorilla tape.
0: Well, here's here's an interesting question. May, I'm sure we've got Uber drivers listening to the station. Um, if you are an Uber driver and somebody leaves property and you um, return the property, does the meter run on that drive? Or is that something that you have to suck up and hope that you get a decent tip out of it? Don't Good
4: question. I don't know. I, we've had some bad experiences with Ubers. You really? Know, and, it's always the, and it's always the going home trip that we have the bad bad uh, trouble with.
0: Wow. The well,
4: after the watch par- two, two watch parties. Well,
0: even Chippewa, we had bad rides going home. Sorry sorry to hear that. Uh, Just one bad experience here. The guy didn't speak a lick of English. Not a lick of English. And I complained to Uber. I said, This guy's got no business working for you. I tried giving him a simple direction, he didn't understand a damn word. So I don't know what happened to his Uber career, but he sucked. Uh, But when you, uh, at the end of your Uber trip, uh, if you checked the phone. Did you order the ride or did your friend? My friend did. I don't know how the Uber driver got your phone number through from his phone.
4: He, his, luckily, my friend's phone wasn't
0: locked. Oh, good, good. Okay, well, uh, of course it wouldn't have done him any good, but if you go to Uber's website even, if you've lost an item, you can report that, and I think they're pretty good about getting you your stuff back. Um, very interesting call. Thank you so much. How many of you
4: welcome? Go nerds. Go Booker.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, all right. Shout out to uh, Nerds Gone Wild and uh, Booker. Hey, Booker. Um 803 0930 Star 930 and one 800 616 wben There might be a show there, too. Have you had good or bad experiences with Uber or Lyft? Hate to say it, but. 99%, I can't say anything bad about the Uber drivers I've got. The ones I don't like though are the ones who have to chat more than nine barbers. I'm dry- I- I'm a passenger. I'm thinking about things. What's going to happen tonight? How will I defile the body? I don't need to get into a conversation about banal things. So I fake like I'm on a cell phone call. Don't you? <laughs> Here is uh, Joanne in Tanawanda. Joanne, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Howdy.
1: Um, this happened about 30 years ago. My husband and I had just gotten married, and we were literally living from hand to mouth. I mean, he'd get a check, and it was gone. So um, he had just cashed his check. He's on his way home in our clunker car, and he popped a tire So he gets down in the street, and he's there. He's fixing the tire. He finally gets it done, and he comes all the way to Tonawanda to to go home. We get in the door, and um, a woman called him and said, I have your wallet. (laughs) His whole check was in there. His whole paycheck, he had just cashed it. So he thought, oh, gosh, okay. So um, she told him where she lived, and she said he could come and pick it up. Every penny was still in there, every penny of that check. So he gave her a nice little thank you for that. I think he gave her $30, which we didn't have, but he gave it to her anyway because she could have taken the whole kit and caboodle. Indeed.
0: Did she accept the reward?
1: Oh, yes, she did. And it was okay. She was an elderly woman. She probably needed it, too.
0: No, the elderly have all the money in America. Don't kid yourself. Um, I mean, come on. But anyway... See, that's interesting because you never know somebody's economic circumstances. You might find somebody's wallet with $1,400 in it and think, oh, well, they got $1,400 in in, in walking around money. They don't really need it, so I'll help myself. Thank you. But a a a friend texted during the show yesterday was out to buy a kennel puppy. And the breeder only accepted mm-hmm. cash. And this person is one of the most together people you would ever meet. Uh, she, mm-hmm. She's the last person who would ever leave her purse. For whatever reason, that particular day, she left the purse. And the person mm-hmm. turned it in, and she forced a $100 bill on the person who was honest enough to turn it in. And yeah. if, if you knew who this person was and what she does for a living and the nature of her temperament um you would accept the money too oh. <laughs> you yeah you, you would accept <laughs> the money either accept the money or your legs are going to get broken basically oh, <laughs> i'm happy you you i'm happy that uh she found the wallet and 30 bucks uh, uh, mm-hmm. that that was probably a pretty tall order if you guys were living it, hand to mouth
1: it really 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 was but we, we didn't expect to get anything back, and the whole check was there.
0: Well, thank know. God. So do you think yeah. that, that people are generally good or generally shady, sketchy?
1: Well, I think people are mostly good, but like you said, I think that sometimes people's circumstances cause causes them to do things that normally they might not. Somebody might have um, seen that wallet with my husband's money in it and taken it, counting it as a blessing you know I don't know I I hate to think everybody's
0: dead how could anybody consider it a blessing to take somebody else's stuff there are things you just don't do maybe maybe we're all old-fashioned I don't know but to me you got to look at yourself in the mirror every evening every afternoon and Think to yourself, did you do the right thing that day to the best of your ability? Thank you uh, very much, Joanne. I appreciate the call. I think everybody is happy to hear that story. Yeah, continuing what we ended the show with yesterday uh, for a little bit yet, let's get back to the calls. Revisiting the issue of you lost a purse, a cell phone, or a wallet. Did you get it back? The whole reward or no reward thing, what did you do? Personally, I would not accept a reward from anybody for doing the right thing because it's just the way certain people were brought up is doing the right thing is its own reward. Being able to look yourself in the mirror knowing that you did the right thing and that you didn't expect to be rewarded for doing the right thing That is its own gift, is it not? Just a thought. Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Here is uh, Tom in Hamburg. Tom, you're on WBEN. What happened? I got a phone call here.
4: Hey,
0: Hello? Hey, dude, what's going on? Did I interrupt you in the middle of something? A grinder date or what? (laughs) Talking to a neighbor. All right.
5: Uh, Yeah, so... uh, my story is I was in uh, Cosmel uh, about 25 years ago and we had about four hours from the time we checked out till the time we had to be at the airport. so we, we had packed our bathing suits in a, in a little bag to go to the beach with. And in the process of changing my, uh, my suit, my wallet must have fallen out of my out of my shorts, didn't realize it for two hours, go back looking for it and it was gone. so and this is before cell phones before pretty much before the internet, so you're scrambling for a, a payphone to try to cancel credit cards, uh, being being nervous, waiting, you know, where you're, you're going to lose your uh, lose your seat on the airplane. So we uh, finally got on the plane. Didn't he like said didn't need a passport or anything. Got home. Uh, got a phone call about a week later from somebody in, in New York City saying we found your wallet uh, in Cosmo and. We brought it home with us. Uh, we'd like to, if, if this is you, we'd like to mail it to you. So I said, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. So I get it in the mail, minus my, you know, dollars in pesos and maybe $50 in, in U.S. cash. But uh, I was still happy to get the wallet back. That was, that was a pretty good deal, though.
0: But you, you have to wonder who took the money. Was it the, my guess would be somebody in Cozumel, not the people from New York City. But you'll never know.
5: No, no, no. The note said we we we, we took the cash because you're probably not going to need the pesos, so, so I assumed it was with the, the people that sent it back to me that found the wallet.
0: Oh, that's that's not cricket.
5: That's not yeah, cricket. It was, yeah, it was it was like a, a nice uh nice gesture with a slap in the face along with it. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, did they also enclose some pubic hair with that just for the uh, ultimate screw <laughs> you or what? No, no, no. That was it. But, uh, wow. All, in
5: all I was still happy I got the wallet back.
0: Tom, thank you very much. Appreciate the call. Um, that sounds like it would have been more than 25 years ago because uh, the first time going to Cozumel was in the 1980s, before it was really developed. It was a nice place. It really was. It was It was so relaxing. It was so enjoyable. The weather could not have been more perfect. Going back to Cozumel uh, a few years ago before the pandemic, it has been built up and the criminals are everywhere. Um, Don't buy anything that is supposedly gold jewelry in Cozumel. It's not gold. It is not gold. You're going to get taken for a ride. You want to buy jewelry? Do it from a reputable jeweler here in western New York. Like that guy on Main Street in Williamsville is now in prison. Uh, but, no, do... Um, <laughs> hey, I got a friend who got taken by him. But uh, don't buy jewelry in Mexico. Cozumel is the place where, literally, this is a, a legendary story amongst my crowd. I had a drug dealer say, would you like to buy some cocaine? And I said, you know what, I would, but I'm just flat out of cash. Guy says, no problem, I'll take a credit card. Try to, Always tried to figure out how that particular line would read on the visa statement. Cocaine, $78. Um, but needless to say, uh, I declined the offer. Um, it, it tends not to... Uh, it tends not to agree with one's uh, with one's heart condition <laughs> anyway it's uh, 256 at news radio 930 wben plus you know the luck certain people have i'd be the one to check out and that's any that's the only thing anybody would ever remember Okay, like John Belushi. What do people remember? Oh, yeah, he died from cocaine and heroin. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah, he died from cocaine. That's basically your place in history, dying as a drug addict. Just saying. It is uh, 256 at News Radio 930 WBEN, and it is, uh, (laughs) you can always trust a guy offering to sell you cocaine with your credit card information, don't you know?